Big Cavanagh and Sons Carlo Senior Harding Championship semi-final. St Mullins versus Ballinkillen. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own, with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. Yes, welcome back uh, to Netwatch Cullen Park here for the second of the semi-finals this afternoon. We've got St Mullins' versus Ballinkillen and, uh, well, Mount Leinster Rangers true to the final on its scoreline of 20 points to 15. Terence, what can we expect from this uh, second semi-final? Listen, most people will expect St Mullins, you know, they're going for their 29th title. Well, technically, it's a 30th title in the parish because Cooley Hoo and the Townsland in the parish in 1933 won the title. So, technically, at the Cup, they're trying to bring this to the parish for the... Uh, for the for the thirtieth time, but um, no, most people will expect that you know St. Mons will have too much power, you know, firepower for for Ballinkillen. Ballinkillen, they almost knocked them out in the semi-final stage last year. Literally, they had them on the ropes. And if for John Dyle, the big centre forward, has played today, he got a goal and a couple of points, uh, you know, to rescue him off the ropes. But Ballinkillen have lost a few players since. Uh, Kildavan, they reformed the club up there and a couple of players gone from Ballinkillen back to Kildavan and uh, now they have a couple of injuries but it's great to see Kieran Whelan, an inter-county hurler of high standards uh, came back the last day after being out for so many months, came back the last day and he gave an exhibition of hurling so it's great to see him back, Sean Murphy's back also, Eric English is back that wasn't playing the last day but most people will expect St Mullins will have too much power from. Both teams unchanged from the uh, starting programme that we have in front of us here. Let's go through the teams. St Mullins is Kevin Kew and Goal, John Dorn, uh, Paul Doyle and Michael Walsh in the full back line. Paddy O'Shea, Paddy Kew and Eamon O'Shea in the half back line. Jack Cavan and James Doyle, the captain in the middle of the field. While Marty Cavanagh, John Doyle and Connor Kew in the half forward line. Jason O'Neill, Paddy Boland and Philip Connors there. Managed uh, by their manager and trainer, Morris Aylward. Selectors Tom Cole, Ger Lennon, Alan Roach and Paul Kyo, and of course we've got the Ballinkillen team Thomas Dowling in the goal Jamie Wall uh, Dion Wall the captain and Eric English the full back line Sean Murphy David English and Owen Cavanagh in the half back line Kevin Cavanagh and Cormac Lomax in the middle of the field while Kieran Whelan Mark Foley and Jack Tracy are on the 50 and Craig Wall Rory Dunbar and Shane Kelly are in the inside forward line Terence uh, matches up with some of the key battles uh, in, the, in, in this big game coming up yeah, I like there's going to be some massive, massive battles. As I said, Paddy Kyo to me at centre back is a, is a is a centre back. People, you know, he just take note of him. He kind of seems to just glide across the half back line. He's an excellent hurler, so he is. And uh, you know, Mark Foley to centre forward, we'll have his hands full now to you know to cope with him. G- um, you have John Doyle on David English. David English, the man with the pedigree in the hurling world. David is back at centre back, and John Doyle, a big, big man centre forward that's that could be very interesting then we have the hand of paddy paddy boland the man has kind of made all kinds of lots of talk you know after the joe mac about his uh, about his hurling he will be in on dion wall if players play as current to the numbers that should be interesting yes and our referee for this uh, game this afternoon brian deering he's uh, just shaking hands with players in the middle of the field gives us a good chance as well to mention what's coming up in carlo dates for your diary on the 12th of august we've got the intermediate hurling championship final uh, to be confirmed we've also the junior hurling shield final uh, on the 12th of august and on the 13th of course we've got the senior hurling championship final at four o'clock and uh, that will be preceded by the junior hurling championship final next sunday right we're almost ready to go it's the second of the carlo hurling semi-finals 
Miles here in Netwatch Cullen Park. The ball is in and the game is on and straight into possession uh, go the men of St Mullins's and the ball sent downfield by James Doyle James and the Dyle. ball has gone in and over the bar the opening score and weather conditions for the opening game and we had a lovely sunny afternoon clouds beginning to close in around but that was a good opening score for St Mullins's. Yeah 11 seconds on the board just looked over ahead there James Doyle like the man from Dran just picked the ball walked around with one or two players just let fly in over the bar. Yes and the puck out sent by Thomas Dowling from the right hand side sends it and uh, beyond the middle of the field good strong puck out into the breeze ball breaks free over there on the far side of the field and uh, attacking is Connor Kyo gets the ball but he's blocked uh, for ball breaks back to Jack Cavanagh in the middle of the field and his own 70 yard line spreads the ball really well across the field and beautiful interplay hurling here attacking now is uh, Marty Cavanagh and Marty Cavanagh makes no mistake from 23 yards out this is a bright start for St Mullins's uh, listen, Marty Cavanagh, like you know, St. Mullins are absolutely fine. Marty Cavanagh has scored three goals and 53 points coming into this game. That's another one. That's one of probably many because in most games he leaves with 10 or 12. Thomas Dowling with the short puck out on this occasion sends the ball down. Ball sent right out to the centre half back now, David English. He takes his time in turning, striking the ball down, lands on the 50 yard line, breaks down, but in possession now are Ballinkillen. They've got the ball. Corner forward, Shane Kelly drops it momentarily, loses it out to the wing back, and that is Paddy O'Shea on the St. Mullins' side. Attacking the ball is the midfielder Jack Cavanagh but a great piece of play there and a very very high tackle on the number 12 Jack Tracy in the Ballinkillen team and it was five it was Paddy O'Shea who came in with the heavy tackle and again we've had some afters in the game before that was quite a heavy one yeah it was like you know he kind of caught him maybe shoulder high and uh, you know Jack Cavanagh's trying to make peace down there and Marty just trying to people tell people to have it you know to get back to their places but no, it was a it was a dirty attack enough really, but it was free in anyway, and uh, it's about it's about sixty metres out. Kieran Whelan, I think he scored a goal in eight points the last day. Kieran Whelan, a cracking hurler, so he is, and uh, this fella is going to attempt to get. Depending on the yardage, you said I'd say he's around four yards in from the sideline. He said, judging the wind with a piece of grass into the air and a little bit of afters off the ball on the far side, down below us onto the right hand, but uh, all blown over now. The free wheel concentrate on. Kieran Whelan stands over it. We've had some good free taking in the opening semi final. He strikes this one well. It's on its way and it's inside the post on the far side, and that's the opening point for Ballinkillen. Two points in. Mullins is a point for Ballinkillen. We're two and a half minutes in. Yeah, cracking score from Kieran. As I said, that he came back from Mad. Uh, massive amount of injuries there and uh, you know he played so well the last day he got the man of the match the last day but St Mullins are on the attack they're on the attack and the ball sent in and this time it's just going to go out over the line and wide first wide of the game puck out to come now from uh, Thomas Dowling and of course don't forget as well we have a 50 euro voucher for detail menswear in Carlo that's uh, to be won by one of our listeners out there this afternoon if you can guess the same man of the match in which Terence Kelly will get at the end of the game and you can enter by uh, 083 3069 696 the ball sent in the equalising score has just crept inside has a no it's not and from here that looked as if yeah. maybe it had gone inside yeah from here I the thought the very Foley. same I was just marking it down no yeah. the, the, the umpire said to widen so we'd have to take their word for it absolutely two points to Walden then three and a half minutes gone in the opening half ball a good one with the breeze behind the long puck out sent down field there by St Mullins is Kevin Kyo they're in possession again ball outside the 50 yard line big big powerful men and the shot goes in from way out the field from the centre forward but, yeah, and that is uh, John Doyle and that one is now, and the referee held, held up his hand first to give, him, to give him the advantage and it went wide the ball went and wide and thought wide. he'd bring it back but he yeah, didn't he didn't bring it back he didn't bring it back another wide there so that was an interesting one but uh, the ball poked out from uh, Thomas Dowling he sends it just beyond the 50 yard line breaks inside tackles going in out. and a free out uh, says the referee the referee is uh, Brian Deering he 
he's blown the whistle to the disappointment of a Ballon kill in 14 that's Rory Dunbar but the free will be uh, to the St Mullins' men they're playing with the breeze whatever breeze is here and the clouds begin to uh, fall to come around the stadium here in uh, Dr Cullen Park and uh, Netwatch Cullen Park in Carlo right the free to be taken going back for it is going to be number 10 Marty Kavanagh yeah Marty going back to his own half back line wind assisted like this won't be too far away it's going to take a mighty stroke like, to get us over the bar from here but and it is a mighty stroke as well it's travelling but it might land short it won't. it's into the hand of the goalkeeper yeah. just short Thomas Dowling it just didn't look to have the legs from the time he hit it but they work out the ball now the ball and killing mill outside the 21 yard line hand passing the ball neatly bringing it to the 50 yard line and still they're in possession as they make their way to the 70 yard line and coming out powering down the field uh, with the ball but they've lost it at a crucial stage and the ball is hand passed out there as far as the uh, Marty Kavanagh Kavanagh sends the ball in and uh, referee has blown the whistle yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's put him down for charging with the ball and there's a bit of a yeah that bit of a confrontation there between a player from both sides but it was free out to Ballon Kill and he kind of deemed that Marty were charging with the ball he was and he's gone over now to his linesman to have a word here and see uh, what uh, the linesman has to say here players one thing we hope we don't have is the same aggravation between the teams in this game as we had towards the end of the first semi-final and of course if you have just joined us this afternoon the victory earlier today for Mount Leinster Rangers back in the Carlow County final again at 20 points to 15 the victory out, the throwing ball the referee Brian Deary there's plenty helter-skelter in at early doors and we've played nearly six minutes on the clock a scrummage for the ball outside of the between the 50 and the 70 yard line and here come again St Mullins is winning possession and in there was Paddy O'Shea he gets the ball back out to Jack Kavanagh Kavanagh is surrounded by Ballinkillen players he hand passes the ball over his head and it's somehow caught and well caught there back by the midfielder James Doyle plays a ball in and Ballinkillen cut it out they're on their own 50 yard line the hand pass away comes to the centre half back and David English hurls the ball way downfield ball hurlies go up ball breaks down Ballinkillen in possession the shot goes in from the centre forward Mark Foley and a tremendous point from Mark Foley and Things are back level once again to a piece. Yeah, in fact, we thought we, we thought that was his second point. We, you know, we kind of thought the one he hit there a few minutes ago like was over the bar, but it was Dean White. But listen, we'll give him that one. We'll definitely give him that one because the umpires have. It's two apiece, and the long puck out has gone way, way down short of the 21 yard line. Possession is vital. In goes the St Mullins' team. They try to win possession. They'll get the ball out. The shot goes in, and it's a snapshot, and the ball has gone out over the line and wide for the third wide since the game has started, Terry. Yeah, in fact, it was hit by Jason O'Neill. Jason, who's after getting a 11 points in the campaign so far as I said he's a very very neat operator and uh, you know he'd be disappointed with that effort and the funny thing about that one is the umpire went to reach for the white flag he thought for a moment he was being overruled but he wasn't and the ball is and the score remains two apiece the ball is held up from the puck out in the breeze it breaks down it just goes beyond the 50 yard line it's well picked up and here comes Sean Murphy Sean Step. Murphy gets the ball out referee has blown the whistle and this is going to be a free yeah. and the breeze if anything has got really stronger as we got uh, you would imagine some rain coming in yeah, in fact, you know, there's a little bit of no love lost down there also. Like, but in fact, I kind of thought Sean had taken an awful lot of steps before the referee deemed it was a ball and killer free. But anyway, listen, we go with the ref. Brian Deering is the man with the whistle in his mouth we will listen to him he's put the two hands down to Marty Kavanagh I think he's saying I'm in charge and you'll have to listen to me for the remainder of the game David English stands over the ball outside the 50 yard line the rain beginning to fall and the ball is sent into open country this is a good ball it reaches Shane Kelly Shane Kelly turns back on to the opposite side he strikes and he has sent Ballantillon into the lead a very well worked point and a good switch of play from the free yeah in fact he was on the freeze here like the second last day he got a few scores the last day like he's a relatively newcomer to the scene but that was a cracking score for young Shane
Big thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam and uh, more on danmorrissey.com kindly sponsoring uh, today's broadcast on uh, KCLR and uh, we've got the ball back into the fence against with Ballin they work it across they're against the breeze in the opening half it's in the hands of David English David English takes his time switches the play gets it right right downfield there's two players scrummaging on the ground they're moving they're away from the play referee has gone in there one of those is Paddy Kyo Paddy Kyo is on top of Mark Foley and now the two players are on their feet he's calling them Brian Deering he's saying again hands right hands left I want none of it he's saying yeah but right there's so much kind of rugby tackles going on and hanging to one another like he soon have to produce the card because like they were kind of entangled in in one another <laughs> I thought they were dancing for a minute like they were kind of knotted up in one another but you know he's just kind of wagging the finger but I don't know what he's going to do he's going I to don't know maybe they'll go to the naughty boys corner they're both not happy that's all I can tell you about that but meanwhile we'll follow the play the rain beginning to come down heavy now a real heavy shower coming in in the middle or early August where's the ball the ball is on the sideline the line ball was to the minute St. Uh, Mullins's and they've sent the ball back and that was uh, driven way down the field again deep into the attack and the ball is picked up by Paddy Boland Paddy Boland goes across the 14 yard line a wild swing and I don't mean a dangerous one just a wild swing at the ball and the ball is clear out, it's in open country, Ballon has got it and they're coming away with Eric English the cornerback, he's in a country mile of space on his own, he's 52 yards out from the goal and he sends the ball, holding in the high skies of Dr Cullen Park and it breaks down and the ball comes out Ballon in possession again, they'll go forward in the ball with Mac Foley, Mac Foley goes in, turns inside, hand passes are flicked with the hurley but it's cut out and here comes St Mullins is out the field they come, out inside the 50 yard line, bring the ball neatly to the midfielder, he turns and hurls at Jack Kavanagh, way over in the far side as the downpour begins in Netwatch Cullen Park hand pass back by Paddy Boland Paddy Boland back to the wing forward Connor Kyo and Connor Kyo has sent it across the face of the goal and why they could rule costly with the breeze behind they, them they have to be impressed like with the ball and killing attacker or with the ball and kicking you know when they're attacking, and attacking their players very very well like that was a Conor Kehoe will be a little bit disappointed with that chance like you know he was probably 45 metres out near the sideline but he will be disappointed but like Ballon Killen are playing really well against the breeze they're playing really well that ball sent out by Thomas Dowling brilliantly won in the air by James Doyle and James Doyle from uh, around 65 yards out has sent this one and this one has gone wide wide I thought we were going for Hawkeye <laughs> but maybe it's not here yeah in fact the umpire came out in slow motion there I was wondering what he was going to do for a moment but listen eventually he decided it was wide so we're not doubting his, his judgement at all but the puck out is being taken out by the keeper Thomas Dowling the wind the rain we have it all in Netwatch Cullen Park this afternoon and Ballin and Killen are attacking again powerful piece of play by uh, Cormac Lomax showing great pace drives the ball deep inside hailstones rain high winds we have it all and the ball back behind the 14 yard line now it's uh, the mid of St Mullins is won by Paddy Kyo he gets the ball and the ball is away way down the field again pressure on the Ballin Killen defence but they've handled it well so far ball is pulled on and it breaks off a player still very near close to the the sideline not gone out or anything like that but uh, it was back in the possession of number 10 on the St Mullins' team Marty Kavanagh he's lost it they go after it now and back there surrounded by players here comes Ballon Killen working the ball out in the driving hailstones on the field of play they'll work the ball to the 70 a free is coming says the referee Brian Deering and this is a good start to the game by Ballon Killen you have to you have to stand up and say it like they have been excellent like you know they're attacking as if, if their life depended on every ball there uh, Sean Murphy is an interesting jewel there on Marty Cavanagh like two top flight hurlers and uh, the two of them are kind of marking one another they're 
shoulder in one minute, the clap one another on the back the next, but listen, it's a free out to Ballinkillen and uh, the centre-back David English from Seskin Ryan. They will take the free. Yes, and the conditions not ideal for hurling, driving hailstones and rain down in the field, but the ball is sent way downfield by David English. This will drop inside. Anything can happen in the conditions now this afternoon because that ball and ground will be greasy. Ball won by Paul Doyle. Full back sends it out short of the 21-yard line. Neatly picked up by James Doyle over there. Moves the ball further out, gone over the head of a player, out towards the middle of the field. Ballinkillen going in hard again and they may win possession and in flying here is this Shane Kelly. He's fast, he's nimble in the corner forward position. He's given the ball away now as far as Conor Kyo. Conor Kyo gets the ball further down the field. He's gone in the solo run. He's on the 50-yard line. He decides to go on further. He's gone by two. He's gone by three. He flicks at the hurl before reaching the 21-yard line and the ball has got in and over the bar. A magnificent score by Conor Kyo. We hadn't had one for a while but the hurling has been good. We're three apiece and the scoreboard reads 12 and a half minutes of the opening half. Crack and hurler Connor, son of Matty, who's in the gold of the century for the Carlo team. Like you know, Connor, he's played very well for his colleges this year also, and uh, he spent a lot of time in America also. But he's back, he's back, back with a bang. Puck out by Thomas Dowling is down the uh, centre of the field, but it's been brought back inside the seventh yard line again. There's uh, scrummaging and scrimmaging there, and the referee is just blown. He's going to throw the ball in between two players on this occasion, and uh, certainly not easy on the players. And in fact, he's not. The ball has been handled on the ground by a ball killing player, so there's going to be a chance for Marty Kavanagh with the free he's between the 50 and the 70 he'll be slightly to the left of centre he'll be striking with the breeze behind him into the Dublin side of the ground yeah conditions are terrible like the rain is absolutely pelting down at the present time like you know the hurley uh, one, of the, one of the boys coming in with a, with a towel to dry Marty's hurley but uh, you know he's, why? he's probably 65 metres out and uh, it's not a simple free like the wind and the rain it's not simple it's not easy and the supporters uh, deserve great credit on the far side of the field as we look across it to them many of them in short sleeve shorts they'll, uh, they'll be pretty wet by the end of this game and the ball is sent in and so over the bar. the bar so that's the lead score for St Mullins is struck in by Marty yeah Marty uh, playing at number 10 as I said that's a, that's, a, yeah, that's a decent score from Marty wasn't a simple free but listen Marty makes them look simple Puck out on its way by Thomas Dowling. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the second of the uh, semi-finals in the Carlos Senior Hurling Championship. There was a win earlier this afternoon in the opening game, and that was the way of Mount Leinster Rangers. They're back in the final, and another free coming in here. Ballon Killen player just wondering what it's for, but another yeah. chance now to extend the lead. Yeah, well, in fact, Jack Cavanaugh's going in. He's kind of, kind of hit from the side. He's kind of come in and kind of got him across the shoulder to slap at the hurley. So Marty, his brother, the younger brother, from Bally Kane and will take this free and it should add to his tally yes two points already one from play one from a free and this uh, just outside the 50 yard line around 53 yards out straight in front of the goal Breeze behind him sends it down and it comes in and it uh, was the centre half back as far as I can see yeah. David English got a deflection and the ball went over the bar yeah in fact that was the ball came in low I don't know how he had managed to get it over the bar but listen it, it kind of he'd be disappointed that he hadn't cleared the ball it came off his hole and went over the bar but anyway it's the lead it's the lead in fact uh, it's five points to three now five points to three St. Mullins's lead and uh, well uh, the boys from Ballinkillen try and get the work the ball out they've got away with it slightly there but they're under pressure just between the 21 and the 50 but somehow get the ball over into open country and the ball is cleared away downfield by Eric English he sends a long ball down cut out well back in the uh, defence by the St Mullins has been bringing the ball forward again the ball is cut out in the centre of the field by Ballinkillen they'll start an attack and launch an attack but it's hard to hold the Schlitter ball is won and cleared downfield by Jason O'Neill he's a long way from goal and the ball outside and now Ballinkillen again work the 
the ball out to the 50 yard line it's in the hand of the centre half back that is uh, David English he'll turn he'll strike he'll send it to the stand side of the field inside the 50 it'll break in behind and uh, Pawdy uh, Kyo will pick it Pawdy will turn across the 14 yard line he'll send it to the midfielder James Doyle has it in hand he's sending the ball downfield the ball is caught on the far side of the field by the centre back David English David English sends the ball across and the ball now with Kieran Whelan Kieran Whelan has the ball in the hand he's been dispossessed he's on the ground players trying to go in conditions are not easy on the players the ball will come very near the sideline that will be a line ball line ball to Ballinkillen yeah uh, Jack Carroll was trying to retrieve the ball the ball was coming out off, the, off one of the players and Jack was trying to get it back but listen the line came too, too soon for him and this line ball is going to be taken by Mark Foley Mark Foley on 16 minutes of this opening uh, first half of the second of the semi-finals here this afternoon and a wonderful line ball it is too it goes well inside the 50 yard line and out attacking for the ball inside is the corner forward that is uh, Jason uh, should I say Craig Wall was trying to get his hands on the ball ball is cut out great blocking inside by the Ballinkillen brilliant pressure but Pawdy Kyo picks the ball out a short little nimble pass to the left half back Eamon or to the left half forward Connor Kyo he has sent a mighty ball downfield this will run all the way into the goalkeeper the goalkeeper gets it hand passes it away out across to the centre half back David English he's on his own 21 yard line he's lots of time he sends it short to the 50 yard line a brilliant pass to Cormac Lomax Lomax sends the ball down the field to Mark Foley Mark Foley's on the 70 yard line he sent it inside the 70 this is good play Jack Tracy's on his way on his bike he's inside the 50 yard line and Jack Tracy from the sideline and a very very disappointing effort and that could have been a score but uh, slipped and slided off the hurley yeah in fact a bad bad miss like that probably was the best move of the match like down the field so many players involved in it like but Jack will be disappointed he had a great chance there to get a score but he, he missed it right Kevin Kyo the goalkeeper way down on the far side of the field just slightly outside of this small square when he was poking that one the ball lands down breaks on the 70 yard line that's in the ball and kill in 70 the advantage is allowed to be played on by the referee he is allowed the advantage the ball is in the hands now of uh, the wing Connor forward Kehoe. Connor Kyo and he has sent the ball in and that one has gone over the bar so good advantage allowed there by Brian Deering and uh, good for second points so yes uh, and six points to three six points to three yeah they said that uh, you know he got the ball James died he's kind of proven to be a bit of a handful there he's kind of running through the centre all the time but he flicked it out to his club mate Connor and Connor sent over his second score Thomas Dowling puck out lands bang in the middle of the field the hand went up of James Doyle the man in the middle of the field for St Mullins as the ball breaks back down lovely ground stroke and sent downfield by David English this will land short to the 21 on the far side of the field and good corner back play by Michael Walsh Michael Walsh to the centre back Paddy Keogh and Keogh sends it into open country much much open game ball in the hands of the midfielder the midfielder is sending the ball away downfield is Jack Kavanagh this will drop inside the 50 yard line bouncing ball uh, tried to be picked up by Jason O'Neill uh, tries to get away from a couple of Ballinkillen players they flick the ball out and again nothing won cleanly but now it's back in with uh, Marty Kavanagh and Marty swings and strikes and the ball has gone in and over the bar for point number four yeah listen they're starting to kind of get the, get a lot of possession now like Marty's after picking up his fourth score uh, two from play two from freeze and uh, you know it was a nice, a nice score from probably 45 metres out very near the sideline good score 18 and a half minutes gone and still don't forget Terence will be picking a man of the match later 50 euro voucher for detail men's wearing Carlo to be won today if you match the same selection as Terence Kelly at the end of the game you could be in with a chance of winning that and again a big thanks to a match sponsor today Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own our ball broken down inside again beginning to attack again are the men of uh, St Mullins is trying to get at the ball but uh, Ballinkillen win it on the 50 yard line but it's picked off the ground and this another chance for Marty just on the 50 yard line on the far side of the field yeah to most people this might be awkward this and Marty is Marty like and you know he kind of contributes so many scores from both playing from freeze like he's a dainty hurler but uh, no Ballon Killen have kind of gone out 
gone out with a little in the last five minutes. St. Mullins is starting to take over a little and what the seven points of three, the gap is starting to widen. It's starting to widen, it's early doors, it's just 19, nearly 20 minutes of the opening half gone and Marty is over on the far side, he's drying the uh, hurl, thankfully the rain has passed and the blue skies are beginning to break through, the black skies and all of the rest here in Netwatch, Cullen Park as Marty Cavanaugh already with four, two from play, two from freeze, will we be making that uh, three from freeze and two from play, we will mark it up on the uh, board there, another one for them, so a five point game, eight points to three. Absolutely, I see down underneath here the, the management of Ballinkin here patting Mr. Manager and Tony Meaney, his selector, just pondering to know who will we who will we change or what can we do. But listen, Ballinkin are starting to find it difficult. Yes, they certainly are, and all of the ball that's going in around the half forward line for Ballinkillen has been very well mopped up by the half back line of Paddy O'Shea, Paddy Kyo, and Eamon O'Shea. Ball downfield again, heavy tackling, and uh, well, a real physical side too is this St Mullins' side. They've got plenty of size in their armour in the middle of the field, and the man with the ball is Jack Cavanagh. Breaks away from him. Ballinkillen now tried to go on an attack. It's in the hand of the midfielder, and that is uh, Kevin Cavanagh. Cavanagh is out over the line here, and uh, referee and linesman blowing the whistle. Little bit of afters here. We don't need any of this uh, right now we've had enough of that in the first game and uh, well is it going to be a throw ball or a line ball I'm not sure That's, well you're going to have a, going to have a chat with the linesman first to see what happens I think it's going to be a line ball but uh, you know as I said it's getting a little bit little bit physical again like like the last five minutes of, of the last game the linesman is just telling Patting this just to cool it down there he's just telling him to stay quiet but Jack Kavanagh has the ball. It looks as if it's going to be a safe one line ball. 21 point, or sorry, 21 minutes gone. Eight points to three. That's how it reads the scoreboard here, isn't it? Watch Cullen Park saying Mullins is now with the line ball to be struck by Jack Kavanagh. He's just been eaters between the 50 and the 70. And he's uh, struck a lovely ball which will just bounce before reaching the 50. Rolls beyond it. And back there, the Ballinkill in the fence. Try and deal with this one. Ball sent out to the middle of the field. Kevin Kavanagh, uh, Kavanagh couldn't handle it. But uh, back in possession now is John Doyle. Beginning, or should I say, Marty, Marty Kavanagh. He's been hit. Off the ball, referee is allowing play to continue. Eamon O'Shea with a shot from a long way out the field, drops inside. Goalkeeper challenged heavily, and he somehow gets a hand pass away. Under the post was Thomas Dowling. Ballin Killen survive. They come to the 50 yard line and racing and soloing to the middle of the field. A good run. They'll need to be careful here. They've given it away to Marty Kavanagh. Kavanagh's on his bike, and a foul and a free given away by Ballin Killen. And uh, well, everything seems to be that little bit tougher for Ballin Killen when they come away with the ball. Well, it's true, like Marty got a slap in the hand when he was going across now before maybe 30 seconds ago but in fact there's somebody being booked now because Marty did get a snap as he was going across and uh, it's a free into it's a free into Ballon Kill or it's a free into St. Morris and Marty's going to try to add to his heli and there is a there's the yellow card being res- being thrown out there to the number five uh, Sean Murphy for Ballon Killen just uh, on the, the performance so far, 22, nearly 23 minutes gone. Um, St Mullins is very much within themselves, you yeah, feel, so listen, far. Yeah, well, for the first 10 minutes now, like Ballinkillen were kind of more or less, you know, they were more or less dictating the play, like playing against the rain and the wind. And, uh, you know, they came from two points down to go 3-2 up. But for the last six, seven, eight minutes, like St Mullins have taken over and Marty's just trying to add to his tally here and technically like this would be his sixth score yes it certainly should he's three from freeze he has two from play strikes it with a low trajectory and the ball has gone in and over the bar make that uh, four from freeze and two from play from Marty Kavanagh to extend the lead of St Mullins' nine points now to Ballin Killen's three points they really need the next score the puck out uh, sent downfield and again they're working short ball out and that's the men of Ballin Killen the ball now with the corner forward Craig Wallace to come a long way outfield but again the danger is well Marty. cut out here by uh, Marty 
Marty Cavanagh. He's having an absolute belter so far. Hand passes the ball to Paddy O'Shea, and O'Shea from 73 yards out the field sends the ball in, and the ball is. Uh, Gone out over the line and wide. Yeah, fourth wide for St. Mullins. As I said, they're after literally after taking over for the last ten minutes. Marty is kind of you know kind of running the show from the half forward line. The man just could directly marking him now is Sean Murphy. He's on a yellow card, so he has to be careful. Thomas Dowling's puck out goes way beyond the centre of the field. Ballinkillen have won a vital possession. They're just outside the 50-yard line and again the delivery is poor. Won by Paddy Keogh. He gets it behind the 50-yard line. Neat little hand pass there. A little flick of the hurley to Jack Kavanagh. Jack Kavanagh behind his own 70-yard line. Sends it in 30 yards of the goal on the far side of the field. Oh, beautiful hurling here. And a lovely pass to Conor Keogh. And inside the 50-yard line, Keogh has sent the ball in and over the bar. And that's his third point from playing the game. Yeah, the man from Bahana doesn't miss too many. As I said, he's a very, very neat operator. Said he spent a lot of the summer in, out in the states, but he's back, back with the bang. Twenty-four minutes gone. It's ten points to St Mullins. It's three points to Ballinkillen. Really, it's been one-way traffic uh, after the opening ten minutes and possession very much uh, being dominated by the side of uh, St Mullins. Is uh, Ballinkillen could do with a score just to settle them, get something in, long ball into their inside full forward line. The race is on for possession and out racing fast to get the ball is the number twelve of the team, and that is Jack. Tracy can he manoeuvre something gets the ball inside Tracy tried to do a magnificent overhead and then drop it and strike it at the same time I'll tell you if it came off it would have been world class it didn't though and meanwhile St Mullins are away hitting the tackle going in hard as John Doyle wins it Hurley's high up over John Doyle's face he was looking for a free referee says come on let's play yeah, the ball downfield yeah. and you know what maybe he says it is a free it was up the other face yeah, I was wrong right. yeah, no, in, fact, yeah, in fact John Doyle is just telling the referee there Deer like that uh, Brian Deer like that he was foul and he was foul like but you know as I said that the ball had gone in and he waited for it to see where the advantage come from it but it didn't so it's, it's gone back for the free in the half back line and Jack Kavanagh from Jack a Belling killing point of view what would you be changing listen they're like they're in trouble in a lot of places I said they were very very good for the first 10-12 minutes like but for, you know there's 25 minutes gone now and St. Munns have taken over and uh it's hard to know what to do really yeah Jack Cavan is just outside his own 50 yard line stands side of the field rises the Schlitter strikes it uh, down very near the sideline and that will run out over the sideline uh, tried to get a good ball into the inside corner forward there Jason O'Neill who had made the run but uh, runs out over the line and Ballinkillen centre half back David English was standing over the ball here he's looking for options not too many in front of him not too many behind him he might be forced to go along and out waiting for a ball if it comes his way is Kevin Cavanaugh and Mark now being pushed up is uh, the man full forward Rory Dunbar, look at the way the forwards of Ballinkillen are trying to uh, move down the field. That's, will tell you, the possession they have had in this opening half has been limited to the brilliant uh, performance all over the field. Here by the men of St Mullins is attacking again. Hand pass ball away there was the midfielder Cormac Lomax, but dispossessed. In possession is Rory, uh, down on the far side, Rory Dunbar gets the ball to the middle of the field. Ballinkillen moving forward now, and again, ball played into open country. Referee Brian Deering will blow for a free, a much needed one as well, in the centre of the field and this a long long way out from goal but Ballinkillen need to try and manufacture something uh, to get themselves back in the game yeah listen John Dorden have the ball there he's in fact he's thrown it to Jack Kavanagh Jack is going to take this free in fact I know I presume Marty will come out to take it Yes, it's a Ballin Killen free. It's a Ballin Killen free. Yeah. That's correct. Kieran Whelan. Yeah, Kieran yeah. Whelan. Yeah, yeah, well, he held up his hand the other way. In fact, I thought it was, fact, I was kind of wondering why it was, but the fact that I just went by the referee's hand anyway, it didn't work out. So Kieran Whelan, the man from Clawwater, will have a go at this shot. He's bang centre in the uh, middle of the field. He'd be uh, slightly nearer to the far side of the field than he is here to the stand side of the field to give you an indication, but there wouldn't be a whole pile in it. His angle wouldn't be that difficult. He'll have a good chance of uh, banging this one towards the goal. The breeze very 
very much died down here in Netwatch Cullen Park for the first half of the second semi-final between St Mullins's and Ballonkillen and the shot is on its way from the free and uh, umpires I think, I think, are looking that's and that's why it's gone out they could have done with that one they could have done with that one like that's their second white St Mullins are after having four whites up to now but uh, no they'll be disappointed about that but even though it was an awful long ways out Eamon O'Shea the left half back uh, wins the ball in the centre of the field hand passes it inside and caught brilliantly by Conor Keogh moving forward hand passes the ball further back to Marty Kavanagh Marty Kavanagh exactly 69 yards out sends the ball one matter referees going his whistle a foul committed pull of the hurley free to St Mullins free to St Mullins yeah in fact he deemed he was kind of swung on after hitting the ball but it's a free to St Mullins and Marty will go back try to add to his tally up to now he has what he's got six he has six, four from freeze, two from play, and he's been deadly accurate with the freeze this afternoon. He's got another one he's inside of. He's uh, the Ballonkillen 70, almost midway between the 70 and the 50, almost straight in front of the goal as well as he will send the ball in uh, towards the uh, Dublin Road end of Netwatch Cullen Park here uh, this afternoon. So a big, big uh, free again for him to extend uh, the lead of uh, the side in front he's in this one very poorly inside but may work out well it's a good catch and the ball is blasted inside and somehow it's cleared away off the line and uh, well what a chance that was a miss hit free which was unlike Marty and uh, could it so easily have been a goal yeah in fact the ball broke to Jason O'Neill Jason coming into this game like with 11 scores so far he's got one today is 12 but I'm just saying he kind of felt maybe he should have had a goal there he had a great goal chance but it didn't work out for him but the sideline ball Jack Kavanagh would take it for the same ones man 29 minutes on the clock a minute of normal time plus stoppages at the end of the first half here 7 point game 10 points to St Mullins uh, 3 points to Ballinkillen you're listening to KCLR here with the county hurling semi-final the second of them here this afternoon as that ball is struck in from the sideline and Marty again the man on fire he's got 3 from play and 4 from freeze bit of a Marty show at the present time he's doing so well you know he's doing really really well but the re- uh, in fact the referee is just telling the linesman how many minutes are left for you know an extra or well, ex- being added to the first half but no Marty's playing so well as I said to find it very difficult to time down Puck out sent downfield by Thomas Dowling. This one goes to the middle of the field. A fantastic fetch by Craig Wall. The number 13 in the middle of the field sends a really good ball inside. Ballinkillen win the ball now between the 21 and the 14-yard line. They'll need to orchestrate something. The ball sent across and not uh, a good one on that occasion. Cut out brilliantly again by Eamon O'Shea. O'Shea gets the hand pass away. The ball is 70 yards out from their own goal. It's in the hand of Jack Kavanagh. And Jack Kavanagh hurls the ball within 50 of the far goal. Short of the 50, in fact, and uh, still in possession, though, because the ball is broken to the way of Philip Connors and he's been fouled he's been hit hard and yeah. referee is going to call a player he's not happy Brian Deering and another chance for the Marty yeah, show yeah got a bit of tip on the elbow and it's not a nice place it's not a nice place the chap is in a little bit of pain but listen he's up he's, he's, he's okay and uh, he's just having a chat with one of the players and there's going to be a yellow card dashed out here yeah yellow card uh, going to be dashed out and uh, well it's, it's, it's the corner back is going to get a Jamie Wall I think Jamie Wall, number two, is going to be yellow carded. Follows into the book earlier from uh, Sean Murphy uh, from uh, Ballon Killen. So uh, we've got another chance for Marty Kavanagh to extend the lead of St Mullins is here. It's been one-sided this opening half. There's no other two ways of describing it. 11 points the way of St Mullins. is three points to the minute of Ballon Killen. And this free just around 14 yards in from the sideline. And it's around 56 yards out from the goal. Well within the range of uh, Marty Kavanagh, who's been accurate. He missed the last one. Well, not so much missed it. Hit it in 
going low and so easily could have been a goal what will he do on this occasion he'll be hoping he meets it better the strike the Schlither probably heavy with heavy rain hailstones and wind in the opening half of this uh, second county semi-final this afternoon and Marty Kavanagh has struck it in and struck it well and inside the left hand upright and that's gone in Terence for another score yeah that's 3-6-9 I think that's 9 is it 3-4-5 that's 8 uh, 3 from play and 5 from freeze crack and score absolutely brilliant score and a brilliant performance so far and that is going to bring the halftime curtain in as both teams are going to leave the field here at halftime Terence and uh, very very one-sided in that uh, that opening half and uh, Ballankillen very much well within themselves yeah listen apart from the first six or seven minutes like Ballankillen were very very competitive but since then like you know St. Hans have literally taken over Ballankillen find it difficult to get a ball uh, past their own half hour lane at the present time and Marty's causing many, many problems there. Party Q and he goes back to the defence. Party's mopping up like, you know, but it's a big, big performance and, uh, you know, St. Moran seemed to have one leg in the final. Well, we're back with the second half very soon. Tommy Murphy is uh, just going to uh, come in beside us there. And uh, Tommy's got a couple of announcements to make here. And uh, Tommy, well, he's just getting his headset on here. He's the, beside us. Tommy, we've had good action so far. And uh, you're going to tell us about plenty more action to come. Yeah, well, I suppose we have good action so far. And I suppose, David, you probably can are looking at maybe uh, St. Mullins and their neighbours, um, Mount Hinster Rangers. But there's another 30 minutes to go still. And anything can happen in that 30 minutes. But David, Tafajwogadi Karlach, and Lord Faro Tibbidarden, David, you're very welcome. But um, just David, hurling for cancer, and this is on Monday, August the 21st, here at Netwatch Cullen Park. It's one of the finest uh, organised events. Now, I know the, the main man organised is Jim Bulger, Jim the horseman, and his daughter, Rona Manning, and Dr. Tom Foley is there as well. They have put in tremendous work. And they're looking at Kilkenny players, Limerick players, Wexford players, Carlow players, Clare players, Waterford, Tipperary and Cork players for that day. Names like Keane Lynch, Kyle Hayes, I'm not going through more, the Morrises, Tom and Dan, and Lee Chin of Wexford and TJ Reid and Richie Reid of uh, Kilkenny, Owen Cody, Adrian Mullen. And all those players have answered the cause, it's for cancer, David. And we're just, uh, they're appealing for as many supporters all over, whether it's from Carlo Wexford, uh, Kilkenny, Kildare, Leash, to come. You know, David, there's no family but hasn't been affected by the dreaded cancer, as directly or indirectly. No doubt about that, Tommy, and uh, great work that has been done by the people involved in this uh, great uh, or, or great uh, approach to raising money for cancer research, and uh, I think it'll be another great success this year. And I just wanted to say that... Um, Definitely the organising committee were very, very heartened by the wonderful welcome they got from uh, Crystal County Carla, Carla County Board. They couldn't be any more supportive in helping them both at the launch and for that night. And with that, David, we're expecting hopefully a massive big crowd that night. It's for a good cause and it's all right for us to talk. We have our help, but... For other people, they're not so lucky, and that's what it's all about, David. That's right, Tommy, and I'm sure there'll be a big crowd here. And Tommy, just before we let you go, and uh, a very busy schedule of events uh, upcoming uh, in the next week as well. You might take us through a few of those big games that are going to be on uh, over the next uh, seven to ten days. Yeah, because um, the Intermediate Hurling Championship uh, uh, final was decided, well, it wasn't decided, the teams in it was decided last night. And again, it's a repeat of uh, St Mullins 
uh, and uh, Mount Leinster Rangers. Well, not a repeat. Um, Navon were the champions. It went extra time here last night, David, um, before St Mullins defeated the champions by four points, 25 points to 215. So St Mullins and Mount Leinster Rangers for the... Uh, intermediate hurling final and the junior final uh, the junior hurling final brings Kildavan and they are back to, for the first time this year and they will be playing um, I'm nearly sure it's Mount Lins. yes they are playing Mount Lins, the Rangers that. of course the big one is here next Sunday the senior hurling final and then uh, on Thursday the 17th of August well Wednesday the 17th of August we better not forget is also the launch of the football championships here it's always a great night players captains and whatever around and everyone talking about what they're going to do in the championship David but like our Lord says many are called but few are chosen when it comes to the inner sanctum but anyway and then Thursday the 17th this one is a display of memorabilia by Carlo G.A. Clubs. first there's a presentation by Siobhan Dial. Siobhan wrote that great book 100 Objects of the G.A. and it's a history of the G.A. in 100 Objects as part of Heritage Week is free admission and that's in the Seven Oaks Hotel and there's also the unveiling of a new cabinet of Carlo GAA cups and memorabilia in the museum as well. A lot of stuff to come and you know David as we look down the end of the page we surely must be approaching the winter but there's a lot of balls we could look at that first That's round of the Leinster Foot Championships David. A lot, lot of balls to be played yet. Tommy lot. Murphy thank you very much for joining us this afternoon with all of that update details. Remember here at half time in the second of the semi-finals uh, 12 points to 3 a 9 point lead uh, for uh, St Mullins this afternoon uh, in what has been a one-sided game so far but let's hope for a better second half. We'll be back with full commentary very soon. KCLR Live Sport The JJ Cavanagh Sons Carlo Senior Harding Championship Semi-Final St Mullins versus Ballinkillen With thanks to Dan Morrissey Co In a league of their own With a full range of concrete Quarry products Roof tiles and macadam See danmorrisseyandco.com well, welcome back to Netwatch Cullen Park For the uh, second half In the second of this afternoon's uh, County semi-finals in the hurling championship. One side of the second one so far. St Mullins is lead by 12 points uh, to three here at half time. But still, we've got another 30 minutes to go, so you never know what will happen in a game of hurling. So about to get underway. Brian Deering is uh, just about to get the proceedings underway here. So they go in and uh, ball is uh, thrown in and straight away Ballon Killing get into possession. Ball played inside to the inside forwards here. And they've got it this time with the wing back who's up uh, field. Sean Murphy sends this one, but it's come off a player and it's gone out for a 65. Yeah, he'd be better known as a forward, like or maybe midfielder. He'd be better known probably as a footballer. Like, you know, he's a very, very decent player. But uh, he's in on Paul Doyle. Paul was the captain of the Joe Mac winning team and I'm just saying he's no slouch. No slouch here, comes the uh, 65 then, it's uh, going to be struck here by the Ballinkillen, number 10, Kieran Whelan. Yeah, Kieran. yeah, as I said that, he's a decent hurler, he got a point in the first half from a free, but I said he was exceptional the last day, but like, there's not that many balls going into the half-hour lane of Ballinkillen, like, because, uh, you know, St. Mons dominated after the first 10 minutes, but Kieran will have a go at the 65. Yes, about to strike this one from the 65. Beautiful afternoon again. Wind has completely died down now. This a big moment to the start of the second half. Struck uh, the ball in by Kieran Whelan. And has he got it? Yeah, I think it's so. so. I would imagine the umpires so. look, it's gone in and yep. over the bar. So he'll be delighted with that one. We're back to 12 points to four now in the second half. Yes, the score badly, badly needed. Said 12 points to four. As I said, that uh, after 10 minutes in the first half, they really went out of the game. But 
big John Dyla saying Mullins is fighting for the ball there now yes and the ball down there a bit of a scrimmage from that uh, puck out uh, referee Brian Deering looks on still no clear ball now coming away with the ball James from Dyle. the main James Doyle is powered through the 50 yard line to the 21 here could be the opening goal of the game but a superb save by the keeper Thomas Dowling really spread himself well there uh, to go down and save that shot and he's gone down himself as a result yeah in fact the Garden Garda Shiakana uh, he, he you know he had to kind of dive across to save the ball no in fact what am I talking about he's the other goalie like it was uh, it was uh, taken I was stopped by um, Thomas Dowling like the electrician sorry I was mix up the keepers there for a minute Thomas Dowling good save thankfully on his feet again so there is a chance though for another score now for uh, St Mullins is 12 points to 3 it was at half time the opening score of the second half came from a free from uh, Kieran Whelan and uh, well a chance right now again for the Marty. men of uh, Marty is uh, who's been very good from freeze and from open play in the open half and he is between the 50 and the 21 he's dead straight in front of goal and I've already the pen in my hand to scribble it down in the match programme the score should be well within range of Marty Kavanagh who's really really good so far rises the ball strikes it well and another one 13 points to 4 yeah that's right that's his that's his ninth that is uh, you know he's a cracking free taker as we're seeing all the time he's a cracking player but uh, like St Mullins have to come back into the game once again yes and the ball downfield again and uh, possession going to be vital here in the second half but uh, as continued in the first half it's the men of uh, St Mullins is winning possession and won themselves a free as well just outside their own 70 yeah James Lyle was the one who was kind of hauled to the ground so he was and uh, you know he'd, he'd probably maybe take no in fact he'd probably leave at the party he would say the centre back would probably take this free but no he got a little bit of a tip in the hand he's just been he's, he's, he's been dry down now and uh, the free is going to be sent in now Yes, and the free about to be sent Marty out. Marty is going back for it. Yes, and not surprising. He's been deadly accurate from the uh, free so far uh, this afternoon. He's right uh, outside his own 70-yard line. Breeze has completely died down in the second half, and Netwatch Colin Parkey drives this one with everything he has, and this one is just uh, beginning to go out to the left and out over the line and wide. He's human. He missed one, but listen, he doesn't miss too many of them. Thomas Dowling now with the puck out he'll be sending this one uh, way downfield again the ball is on its way it's gone way past the centre of the field it'll drop short to the 50 yard line uh, in there goes the number 10 on the team Kieran Whelan tries to get the ball gets it back as far as Eric English Eric English inside the 70 yard line and a shot from Eric English and the ball has gone across the face of the goal and out over the line and wide and maybe a chance there on that occasion Mark Foley had been free of course of Ballinkillen the grand nephew of the late Tom Foley of the Denoli fame great hurling people his father TJ and Grant Grandfather Ger all hurled for Michael. The ball about to be sent away, way down the field again uh, by the goalkeeper. That is uh, Kevin Keogh, the St Mullins' keeper. Whoa, what a fetch in the centre of the field. The ball is caught James in a Stein late, a late tackle by yeah. uh, on a James Doyle, and a player is going to be called out here. And yes, uh, Craig, Craig Ward is the one, and now it's it was absolutely accidental. Like he kind of went to cut in on him, bro. He kind of got it up towards the face guard someplace, and the referee is going to have a chat with Craig Wall. I've been impressed with the way they've been in the air this uh, St Mullins' team very very strong under the high ball very very strong under the high ball you know that wouldn't be Craig's play as such like he has scored 2-4 in the championship up to now like you know and uh, listen they're all like they're all they're all inter-county players together and Craig is just going over to see how is he now
Yes, and 13 points to four, one-sided as we've mentioned into the uh, second half. We've gone here around five minutes played. Slight injury to a player down there, James, in the middle of the field, James Doyle, but hopefully he'll be back on his feet yeah. very, very soon. How would you assess, uh, the obviously, the first game to the second game? The first game, there was a good bite in it for, for long stages. It was a real battle between the Rangers and Bagnastown Gales. This, this so far, from a St Mullins point of view, it's a stroll in the park. A stroll in the park, whether it's doomed that much good or not, I don't know. Because, like, Ballon Killen, after the first 10 minutes, they've been very disappointed. They've really been disappointed. Like, after putting in such a massive performance last year, I know they've played them already this year in the championship, in the league part, but, like, in St. Mons, had an easy victory over them. But, no, as I said, that um, St. Mons won't learn an awful lot from them either, like, you know, as I said, that is only a stroll in the park for them. Absolutely, and Marty Kavanagh, he's been the man who's been on real form this afternoon from the freeze and from play. This free bang in the centre of the field, and he's about now to send this one away to our left-hand side as we look out from our commentary position. The ball is on its way, high in the air, travelling towards the goal, and uh, this uh, one is gone two out. Two wides uh, for Marty. Two wides for Marty. The man is human after <laughs> all. So, But they still lead by 13 points to four, and six minutes of the second half played. Right, ball, short puck out, play to the full-back on the Ballon-Killing team. Dion Wall, the captain, he sends the ball deep inside the 50-yard line on the far side of the field and uh, ball somehow won by Ballon-Killen that could be a chance here and maybe of a goal to revive them and it's gone in and gone to the back of the net and that is just maybe what this game has needed a good ball in and probably should have been dealt with by the St Mullins team but the ball gone in and into the back of the net yeah in fact it was it was the army man that got it at the far side there in fact John Dorden came out to it and I kind of thought he, I'd say he thought he kind of had the ball in control but no it was fell, it, it fell to uh, Craig Wall and let's see how this is going to revive the Ballon team. They've won themselves a free, and that was a great goal for them. 13 points to 1-4, and the ball banged to the back of the net, of course, by Craig Wall. He got the goal, the all-important goal it is. We're into the second half. We're live in KCLR. It's 13 points to 1-4. It's a six-point game, and as they say, it's nothing in the game of hurling. Can we get another one from Ballon The free is behind their own 70-yard line. The free taker is going to be Kieran Whelan. This is a big one. He's judging with a blade of grass the direction of the wind he's standing over it if this was to float over the bar well what a game we could be in for and in store in the second half that was a much much needed goal as he stands over this yeah, one absolutely like you know, as I said his third goal this year in the, in the domestic campaign but Kieran winding up for a big one here Kieran has sent yes, it gone, but uh, gone, gone, gone to the right of the goal the right and out right. over the line and why they would have done with that 13 points it remains uh, to St Mullins's and 1-4 uh, to Ballon don't forget you have still time to enter uh, the men of the match if you match the selection of Terence Kelly here beside me well you'll be having a chance of winning a 50 euro voucher for the detailed men's wearing Carlo and all you can do you can enter your suggestions for the men of the match on 083 3069 uh, 696 and a big thanks again to our sponsor today to Dan Morrissey and co ball in the centre of the field it is the count hurling semi-final here in Carlo we've had a cracker in the opener oh super ball played inside into the left half forward inside and that is Connor Keogh and he has sent the ball in floating over the bar and that is a four point from play for him yeah that's his four point to right like the wing forward from the hand and I said very very neat operator so he is but James Lyle is doing an awful lot of work behind the scene doing an awful lot of speed work give him a great pass but 
The ball breaks in towards Paul Dial here. Yes, into Paul Dial, and we'd like to welcome listeners here to our Kilkenny frequency. We're live Free now, voting Carlo and Kilkenny to the second half action here. And if you are just joining us, St Mullins's and Ballinkillen, they're doing battle 14 points to St Mullins's one goal and four points to the men of uh, Ballinkillen. The free is taken, it's struck down away, down inside of the 50 yard line, high in the air. The ball goes, and a superb catch. Ballinkillen win the ball, bring it out uh, towards the 70 yard line. Huge pressure applied there on the midfielder. That midfielder was uh, Cormac uh, Lomax. He's lost possession in the middle of the field and attacking his belly ball. And a wild pull, but the ball is bit somehow. It goes into the centre of the field. A bit of a scrimmage here in the centre. And the ball now not won cleanly by anyone. Ooh, that was a wild one. Could have met someone in the swing. And I think, though, was it's a free. Yeah, but in Marty fairness. Was, Marty was the ham in the sandwich again. A few players kind of converged around him. But. Uh, Bit of shove and a push, but uh, Brian Deere reckons it was the same one as three. Questionable. It was a wild pull, but I don't think there was anything at all, to be fair no. to the Ball and Killing player, in that he was really going for the ball. But uh, nonetheless, he's blown the whistle. He's awarded a free, and a free to St Mullins is Marty Cavanagh. The man will stand over this one, right on the seventh yard line, at just the maybe a half a yard inside it. He's placed the slither. He's been deadly accurate from freeze. He's been deadly accurate from play. He's played very well this afternoon, and he is about to strike this ball towards the goal away to our left hand side down into the uh, townside goal or formerly known as the sugar uh, sugar inside of the ground and that is sent by Marty and this one has gone out off the uh, hurl of Marty to the left and wide yeah, three ways on the trot for Marty that's you know that's now that's the kind of a record puck but out from Thomas Dowling to Mark Foley and Mark Foley was on his own way back behind his own 50 yard line sends the ball down broken down picked up by Paddy Keogh Keogh with the hand pass and the hand pass comes to Jack Kavner Jack Kavner with a lovely hand pass out to the left wing out to the wing back Eamon O'Shea and Eamon O'Shea holds the ball further down inside breaking ball well defended by Ballon Killen they manage to break the ball win it get it to the 50 yard line and it's cleared and pulled downfield by the corner back Michael Walsh the ball is in the air the ball is broken in behind again there could be another chance here the ball is picked up and it's swung and that's sent out to the left of the that's goal wide. and wide that is a bad wide but what is worrying the long balls going in are causing a little bit of trouble to the St Mullins' full back line yeah in fact the full back line kind of missed George that ball coming in and Shane Kelly got in behind but listen he'll be disappointed with his effort like he had a great chance to get another score but listen went to the left we've 11 minutes of the second half played the puck out is sent way way down the field again breaking ball important Ballinkillen beginning to win a few more balls than they have done so they're wayward passing though and a hard frontal tackle on the midfielder Kevin Kavanagh was, or should I say Jack Kavanagh, was power to the ground. He's up on his feet again and another chance for Marty. He's missed three. He's bound to get one now soon. Yeah, listen, Kevin bumped into Jack that time and, uh, you know, it was a free into St. Mullins and uh, the referee is just kind of wagging his finger at one of the players there. But listen, Marty is going to try to uh, change this, change the script now. He's after having three ways on the trot. 14 points it remains to St Mullins's and one goal and four points a total of seven to the men from Ballinkellen and we've a seven point game he's standing again in the centre of the field he's away over on the far side of the field on this occasion not a puff of a breeze to be had we had a strong breeze earlier on we had hailstones we had rain we had all sorts of weather in Netwatch Dr Cullen Park but more importantly we're enjoying the hurling of the county semi-finals as Marty rises strikes it like a good golfer would and this time though a good golfer would be hoping that it went between the posts it went down the fairway if you were a golfer Marty has sent it straight between the posts for another point yeah point number 10 I think it is but I see big John Dyle has gone in on the edges of the square Philip Connors has come out to the half forward line so the full forward line the Paddy Boland and uh, 
and John Dyler in there in the full forward line. And attacking down along the right wing now for Ballinkillen is Cormac Lomax. His puck is blocked and uh, back in the possession is uh, Paddy Keogh, the centre half back on the St Mullins' team, and he's been fouled. And Brian Deering is a long way out from the play, but he could see a foul. He's the notebook out. He'll put in a little tick beside a Ballinkillen player, and the free is already sent on the way over to the far side of the field. In over it goes, running out for the ball is uh, Jason O'Neill. He gets the ball. He's grounded. Surely that's going to be a free, and the ball is going to be another one from Marty Kavanagh. This time, Marty Kavanagh is going to be much closer to the goal, although uh, probably the most difficult angle from his freeze so far. Yeah, as we said, he committed this game 353 today. He's after, I think he's after getting 10, so that's 363, not doing too bad like over six games. Fantastic scoring from Marty Kavanagh, and uh, well, his side, St Mullins's, well, they're well in control. 15 points to one goal and four points. They lead by eight here, and we have approached uh, 13 minutes or so of the second half gone in the second of the semi finals here in Netwatch Cullen Park. We hope you've enjoyed the coverage this afternoon. And if you're listening here in Carlo Kilkenny or any part of the world, it's a good game of hurling we've had earlier. We're enjoying the second game as well, maybe not at the same intensity, but both teams to their credit. It. they're giving it their all and Marty Kavanagh has been a joy to watch both from play and from freeze and he strikes that one straight in and over the bar once again I think uh, Terence he'll certainly be in line for one of your players for man of the match not giving it away because play people can still enter on 0833069696 to be in with a chance to win that 50 euro voucher for detail men's wearing Carlo that's right it's true I see Parry Hines has been introduced there in fact uh, and uh, Rory Dunbar is the one being called ashore Yes, so subs and changes about to happen now as we reach that stage of the game. Ball sent downfield again. The ball, it's a breaking one and breaks off the hurl there of a uh, St Mullins' player. It's gone out over the line and it'll be a line ball for the Ballinkillen team. They're just uh, in, going to be striking this inside the 50-yard line. Mark Foley wearing number 11 in his back. He's inside the 50-yard line. Stand side of the field here in Netwatch Cullen Park and there are plenty more subs about to be sprung off the bench as well but uh, Rory Dunbar off of the field of play and he's looking for options. Not much in front of him. He has to go along and this one sent short of the 21 yard line and out comes the men of St Mullins is with four and he's back that's Michael Walsh solos the ball he's tackled hard ball breaks away breaks free and onto the ball running as the substitute has just come in Paul the referee Brian Deering I think he'll be blowing for a free here surely yeah, he certainly free, will it's a free in fact and Michael Walsh is back corner back to you captain of the team he was centre back last year and for the last couple of years decent hurler but he's a strong man but it's a, yeah, the referee has called for the free and the free in, uh, into Ballinkillen, so it is. Ballinkillen now with this free. This is uh, just to the left of centre as he'll be looking to the goal to our right-hand side. That is into the uh, Dublin Road side of the goal and a chance for them uh, to get another score. They need as many as they can. They could even do it another goal if they could get it because the score reads 16 points and Mullins is a goal and four with 15 minutes at the midway point of the second half here in Netwatch, Cullen Park and the crowd have enjoyed the spectacle of the game so far. He's swinging the hurl in the hand. He's down over over the ball he rises it in he strikes it and the ball has gone in and it's gone over the bar and a good uh, point there and a much needed one as well for Kieran Whelan yeah Kieran yeah, that's, his, that's his third point so it is three from freeze but uh, you know as I said they need many more but like, he took his score well it wasn't that simple a free but St Mullins are going to poke the ball out again yes with Kevin Keogh and he's come down the stand side of the field this time this will land short of the 50 yard line Hull goes up ball breaks and Ballin Killen straight into possession running onto it it was Kevin Kavanagh he gets the ball to the middle of the field as far as Kieran Whelan Kieran Whelan dispatches the ball back to Kevin Kavanagh Kavanagh sends it into open country on the far side of the field to Craig Wall it's gone out over the line and it's going to be a line ball line ball to St Mullins's line ball to St Mullins on the far side of the pitch 
and uh, the centre field player is going to take that. I think yes, it's, it's going. Uh, James Dyle is now fighting. He's leaving it to Jack Cavanagh. Jack Cavanagh is uh, standing over it, just uh, getting a nice sod to place the slither on between the 50 and the 70 far side of the field. Look for options uh, to strike the ball back towards his own goal, but he's gone against that. The referee has blown the whistle. Brian Deering, he says, play can continue. So Jack Cavanagh stands over the ball and uh, not sure what Jack's waiting for, but he's taking his time. Doesn't hit it the best, but it works out well for him. Comes into the centre to his midfield partner, James Doyle. And somehow the ball is sent from away, way deep inside the field. Back defending now again is that man, Mark Foley. He's had a good second half for Ballin Ball in as far as Dion Wall. Dion Wall hand passing the ball. They're working it slowly out. They're still inside their own 50 yard line. The ball is blocked well there by the corner forward. That was Philip Connors on Eric English, and the ball played outfield. The ball comes now to Mark Foley. Mark Foley has got it. He's on his own 70. He strikes a long dropping ball. I'm not sure where he was aiming for. He was aiming for somewhere in the, in the skies, I think, because there was nobody inside of the 21 yard line and a wasted possession there by Ballon Killen ball way downfield again but they've won it and got the ball back with Cormac Lomax behind he sends the ball out and the ball back in possession and they send it deep inside the 50 yard line well cut out back there by Paddy uh, Paddy Keogh Paddy Keogh gets the ball to the middle of the field and a looming striking shot from James Doyle the captain has gone in and over the bar free flowing hurling from the Minnesota Mullins another score for them and I think it's safe to say they're safely one leg in next Sunday's final yeah he got the first score of the match he's after getting that one after what 47 minutes I said he's having a cracking game from the the field there he's, he's, he's the powerhouse behind the north of those attacks 17 points now to the men of St Mullins as well goal in 5 which is 8 there's 9 between them the ball is sent in again and attacking back there and are defending I should say is Dion Wall the captain gets the ball further out to the middle of the field to Cormac Lomax Lomax holds the ball further down inside and it's the men of Ballon Killen but defending back there in a good important touch by Michael Walsh to put the ball out over the line and a line ball it is to the men of Ballonkillen. Yeah, he cut the ball out. In fact, Ballonkillen had two players on the inside, and the farmer there from St Mullins just knocked the ball out. And Paul Dial, the, the captain of the team, well, the captain of the Carter team this year, Paul's going back to take the sideline cut. Yeah, St Mullins is about to introduce uh, Seamus Murphy. Seamus is veteran John of the team. John Dial yeah, is coming off the team. Seamus has played for so many years, like you know, he is a cracking hurler, big, big man, huge hand. He came in the last day and got two points in the space of two minutes when he came in. He's been kind of a substitute now being used at the present time and said he's been there for many, many years. Right, uh, play over on the far side of the field, uh, just uh, between the 50 and the 21-yard line, as the rain, I think, mightn't be too far away from coming down again, and that is a wonderful line ball. If that uh, deserves to go in and over the bar, and it has done so, the umpires, that's a fantastic strike from the line ball, and uh, much debate over the years whether it deserves one or two for strikes like that, but a much-needed score for Ballinkillen. That's true, in the first half we saw, you know, we, we saw the, the bounce-off chap, Darren Nolan, do it in the first half. But, you know, it was Kieran or Kieran Whelan was the one to get that score. Fantastic score from him. Puck out down the field again. Can Ballonkillen somehow get back into this game? They could do with another goal. Not so, says St Mullins, as they attack and James bring the Dyle. ball forward with James Doyle. He's being grounded. He pushes his own player back out of the way. A bit of a scrimmage of play. Ball breaks free. Pulling as hard. Then the ball is uh, eventually on the ground. The Ballonkillen player was hit hard in there, but fairly, the referee says, somehow the ball is won by Ballonkillen. They move forward. They lose it. They get it again. They've got it on the far side of the field, and they hurl the ball down and inside. Long 
long looping ball dropping between the 21 and the 50 can they manufacture something no says the St Mullins is the fence they win it bring it out and they'll walk it out along out to the uh, 70 yard line into the wing forward Marty Kavanagh Kavanagh back to the wing back Eamon O'Shea O'Shea hurls the ball a good 60 yards down very near the sideline but well handled and caught and struck in and that is a magnificent point gone in there by Jason O'Neill before he hit it he was kind of saying to the umpire put up that white flag because I've got a point he got 2-6 in last year's county final and uh, you know he's well used to finding the post around Carlo we have said a good score good score like probably one of the better scores in the match we have 10 minutes left in this game and it's 18 points to 1-6 very much uh, gone the way of the men from uh, St Mullins is in the second of the semi-finals referee blows the whistle over there and uh, not sure what the decision is here I think maybe a hard tackle went in there from a St Mullins' player and uh, we'll wait for the referee's decision yeah it's a fact it's a, it's, it's, it's a line ball it's a line ball to Ballon Kill according to the linesman Right, uh, Ballinkill, or is his line ball? In fact, it is to St Mullins, as even I think he's as he yeah, decided well, that. Yeah, well, in fact, uh, the, uh, maybe the referee, but he flagged the ball the other way. He flagged the flag the other way at first, but listen, the referee must have overpowered him. That's right, and uh, well, a little break in the play here because the referee, Brian Deering, who's. Uh, yeah, Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy, is, is he going to be booked again? He looks like he has been booked again, hasn't he? No, well, no, he had been booked earlier. I know, and maybe it's just a wagging of the finger to just tell him cool it. Maybe that's it, but. Uh, not uh, too much in that, but nonetheless, uh, St. Mullins, they have a line ball outside of their own 50-yard line. Players looking for ball to be sent into open country here, calling for <laughs> maybe some man, I'll tell you what, it's a free. He'll be some man to find him, and he goes for him. It was a great call. That was by the substitute, Seamus Murphy. And uh, what's yes, going on here? Everything worked out grand. Everything Seamus was great, except we have a free-for-all yeah, well, once Seamus again in the middle of the field. Seamus got the point from that long free that was taken, but a little bit off the ball at the far side, and... The referee is going over. Say he's going to have a chat with his linesman here to see who in the name of God is that. Yeah, we don't want to see this, should we? No, no, we had no, it. No, like, we you know like at least we had it. We had it for five or six minutes at the last match, and it didn't. Didn't. There's nothing to boast about. It certainly didn't change the results anyway. And there's uh, plenty of uh, yeah. pushing and shoving going on in here. Brian Deering is in there, the referee. More pushing and shoving. They're talking to each other. I'm not sure whether what's going on, but the referee has gone across over there. He's now called two players over. It looks as if Marty Mark Foley, Marty Kevin yeah. is over there, and Mark Foley as well, Mark the centre over for Balnagill. So they're the two players that are in the naughty corner right now with Brian Deering whether there'll be cards issued or not I couldn't tell you but he is talking to him he's talking to them sternly the notebook the biro the writing is going into the book so let's see uh, what's going to happen here very much deep into the last six and a half seven minutes of the game here not uh, too much stoppages you'd imagine to be added on a couple of more subs to come in uh, for St Mullins's who are bringing on number 18 and number 19 Eddie Doyle and Ger Cody both coming on the team yeah Ger Cody a regular wing back for Man many years in the yellow helmet we know him for years like I said a cracking player so he is but uh, who's coming off you uh, Paddy Boland is one is being taken off here anyway and yes uh, coming off is Paddy he's coming off number 14 he's put in a good shift and uh, also players down here is it maybe the full back that's come off the team uh, we'll have a look at that in just a moment but uh, it is back in possession. St Mullins is with the ball inside their own 70-yard line. Working the ball across right now is the midfielder. That's Kevin Cavanagh. He sent a, a loose one back to Owen Cavanagh, giving him a lot of work to do, but he's like a good jinking hare. He's dodged inside two players, and he sent the ball away downfield. Bounces off the hand of the uh, left half forward. Picked up neatly here, and uh, running downfield is Philip Connors, and he's moving towards goal. Ball inside, a dangerous one. Oh! Player absolutely poleaxed inside. And uh, referee... I'm not sure if he's... Yeah, now the whistle is gone. 
Wow, this is going to turn. Here we go. It's going to open up now. This is going to be more handbag steps. This is not good. There is a red card on the way here without a shadow of a doubt. Red card. Handbag stuff, pushing, shoving in the latter stages of the game. The game itself as a contest is very much over. Marty got a dirty slap across the leg there, so he did. That wasn't his first one either in the game. He got a second one in the first half as well. He got a dirty slap there, and if the linesman and the umpire saw what I saw, there was a red card on the way. Well, I think there's uh, two incidents to deal with here. One, which was at the goal, player yeah, was absolutely yeah, yeah. taken out of it, yeah, was, which Brian was. Deering, I think, was happy to let go as far as I could see because the ball came back out the field. But yep. that second one, that's yep. certainly right. Let's see. Yep, well, keep no. an eye on the officials. There's yeah, no, yeah, well, part of the wire is the man that's doing the line. Brian Deering is the referee here. And if things I think happen. part of the wire is saying, I agree totally with whatever you're saying. And I think that was the indication. And he's talking now about the incident that's happened away inside near the goal mouth. And uh, right, OK, decision made. The decision made. And here we go. It doesn't surprise me, but there's a man in, in red trouble here. Yeah, and it looks as to be if it's number nine in the Ballon-Killing team. Cormac Lomax is the man that's been spoken to. You reckon it's going to be a straight red? Well... There was Marty was here for the hurl. Yeah, yep, there you straight go. Red. Straight red. Straight red. Early shower for Cormac Lomax then. And uh, any other action to be taken? No, Throws the hurley yeah, to the like sideline. An, an incident down below, like there was a forward taken over, and there wasn't a thing about it. So you have to wonder sometimes, like how I'm not again, you know, the, it, it was a really from up here, it was very evident, to, you know, an incident happened, and still there was no action taken, and it was going to be allowed. Here's a, another scrummage developing here in the round the middle of the field. Ballinkill and Doyne possession with the ball will concentrate on the play, let the officials do their job as they say. Ball hurled away down in by the substitute who came on some time ago, and that man wearing number 25 on his back was uh, Pori Kynes. He was on the field, ball is cleared way back out the field by the St. Mullins' team. Downfield it goes. We're into the final four minutes of play and this now Terence Skelly is getting very much out of hand again it is it is listen it's not it's not it's not it's not great to be quite honest with you like you know but uh, you know a part of the wires out there trying to advise Brian Deering and there is a few there's a people playing the man rather than the ball at the present time so it's, it's, it's not great it's not nice to see never is and uh, no place for it in the game of hurling or in sport in general but uh, the man who's been very good today Marty Cavanagh he stands over another free well we could uh, just tell you where he is he's right outside of his, uh, the 50 yard line to our left hand side he's striking into the town goal here and around maybe 8 yards in from the sideline not a puff of a breeze here in Netwatch Cullen Park he goes for a short one this time tries to open up the space it's a very good ball cross working it between the substitute a flick out from uh, number 18 that was Eddie Doyle to Seamus Murphy yeah, Seamus also Murphy. there and they still have possession working the ball out to the 50 yard line again they're in possession and moving the ball well trying to get the ball away in towards uh, James Doyle James Doyle hurling the ball in but the ball eventually comes back to Eddie Doyle and Eddie Doyle wearing number 18 puts another on the scoreboard with three minutes to play 19 points for St Mullins's one goal and six for Ballinkillen yeah, listen, they're in the final with a shot of it out. Like the finals next week, Rangers and St. Mullins will contest it again. But uh, no, as I said, uh, Ballinkin has started very well today. The first 10 minutes, they were very, very competitive and playing against the elements. But uh, since then, St. Mullins have literally taken over. And just a couple of moments, we'll hear from Terence to get his uh, idea of today's man of the match in the second of the Carlo Hurling semi-finals. Here comes the men of Ballinkillen striding up the field with the ball is Jack Tracy. Jack Tracy gets it. He's still on the solo run. He bounces the ball to the ground, picks it up again, switches the ball into the middle of the field, gets it back as far as Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy with a beautiful swing from 70 yards out and the ball has gone in and that is a really good score from the man wearing number five, Sean Murphy.
Yeah, in fact, the farmer, the farmer, he works in Burnside also, but I'm just saying he is a practical jewel player, and uh, from the middle of the field, he got a score. Badly needed, 1-7, what, to 19 points? Nine points between the teams. The puck out from Kevin Keogh to Jercody. Jercody sends the ball inside of the 50-yard line on the far side of the field for Eddie Doyle is over there. He's battling for the ball. He tries to get it, and the ball breaks free now. Out it comes again. Eddie Doyle has done well since he's come on as a substitute. Grabs the ball, moves a ball and kill him player out of his way. Hand passes the ball out on the uh, far side. The shot goes in this was going to be a wayward one and that goes out over the line and wide 19 points St Mullins is one goal and seven points to Ballon it is the second of the semi-finals in the final of course Mount Leinster Rangers 20 points to 15 winners over Bagnallstown earlier on this afternoon ball downfield it goes and away come the men of St Mullins again the ball picked up by Paddy Keogh and Paddy Keogh again gets a nasty belt here and this is going to be another card of some sort here and that is going to be going in the way of Kieran Whelan yeah listen he's feeling his hand he got a bit of a slap across the hand there just as he was kind of retrieving the ball but uh, you know a dominant centre back so he is he's kind of fitted in there this year he's been hurling with the club in the county for many many years but like back to the club now but uh, got a dirty little slap on the hand there but uh, you know he's been attended there by the physio but We've seen, we, to be fair, look, let's highlight it. We've seen in both games the two teams that have been dominant, the opposition have decided, well, look, you know, enough enough, enough is enough of the hurling. Let's call a spade a spade. And they've, uh, you know, gone down a route that there's no place for in the game. Yeah, but like and even the last game, there was so much of the game, so so many good things about the game. And like Absolutely. And this, this, like, just a few personal battles there, like in the last five or six minutes, things like they'd rather not see. And there are those, a lot of those players are comrades, uh, you know, during the intercounty scene, like in comrades and brothers, you know. But, uh, you know, the domestic thing now, things have got a little bit, not as bad in this one maybe as the last one, but something's happened there that you could do without. Yeah, well, we're approaching uh, the final minutes of this second uh, semi-final here in Carlo this afternoon at Netwatch Park, and uh, it's 19 points to 1-7. Time for you, Terence, uh, to uh, announce the uh, man of the match, and you'll get to that. Yeah, well, listen, I, I, yeah, as I said, Marty has done an awful lot of scores from frees. He played an awful big game, but behind the scene, to me, an awful lot of the foundations were laid by, par, by, um, by James Dyle uh, at centre field. He did an awful lot of the work, as I said. He's on the ball now again as we speak. But, uh, no, as I said, I'm going to give a... a, a Listen, a narrow vote, a narrow victory to James Doyle over Marty. Yeah, James Doyle uh, with uh, the Men of the Match award. And if you've matched with Terence's selection, well, the winner will be announced for that uh, 50 euro voucher for the detail Minswear Carlo. And thanks to them for their very kind sponsorship of those two vouchers. And, uh, well, the lucky winners, you can enjoy your 50 euro spend. And once again, a massive thank you as well to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and Macadam. And, uh, well, Dan Morrissey and Co. sponsored both our games live today. As the final stages of this game Ballonkillen defend back in their own uh, 21 yard line ball worked out as far as Gary English Eric English on the 50 yard line he's hit a huge smack of the ball here this will drop in around the goalkeeper the goalkeeper territory Kevin Keogh watched it all the way ball out it comes to Jack Kavanagh Jack Kavanagh on the 50 Kavanagh sends a low ball to the middle of the field and that ball is hurled away downfield again Dyer. and James Doyle the man of the match gets the ball further inside the 50 yard line and here comes St Mullins as they want more scores before the end of the game and Connor King Oh, could be the man to add that a beautiful strike and this time it's gone to the uh, right of the goal and wide late tackle though could this be a free in yeah it will be a free and I would imagine like you know Conor Kehoe got Connors after scoring four points up to now there's another uh, hold on for a second what colour is that card I think it's a red card I think it's a second yellow for the centre forward I think he's gone Yes, disappointing, no doubt about it, to see another man's uh, sidelines and we've come to the end of the game and a yellow card as well for another player back in uh, the defence. So 
cards have come. In fact, and Sean Murphy is gone also. In fact, there's two being sent off now. Mark, uh, Mark Foley is sent forward and Sean Murphy, he was wearing the number five, but playing up in attack, so he was. So both of those have been received their second yellow and a red. So well, they're, they're Marty Cavanagh, he's not worried about any of that as the players begin to fall like flies off the Ballinkillen team with cards being dispatched from uh, Brian Deering uh, for incidents on the field of play. But uh, a free outside of the 50-yard line for Marty Cavanagh and he strikes it well. He and his team are on their way to a county final next Sunday afternoon against the, the men of Mount Leinster Rangers. 20 points now to the men of uh, St Mullins's and one goal and seven points is the total to Ballinkillen. Uh, ten points between the sides. We haven't much time left in this one you'd feel the last couple of plays at least and uh, well even if the referee wanted I think he could very much blow this one up but the ball played inside again deep it goes inside back there defending here for the uh, St Mullins' team number 19 Jer Cody on his back gets the ball downfield and uh, ball nicely uh, picked up and again another lay tackle uh, this is out of control now at this stage isn't it yes Marty's in the wars like you know I said he got another bit of a snap from a player passing by him and what's going to happen here He's, he's he's been no he's he's he has been in the wars today. I think that's his third heavy belt that he's taken in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Two in the second, one in the first half. Yeah, listen, that's not good. And um, it's a red card for Shane Kelly, I think. It's a red card anyway. Hold on, we just see the number. I think it's Shane Kelly. He's kind of covered by a few players here. So. Um, no, it's not a happy ending. It's not a happy ending for the club to have three players sent off in the last five minutes. No, it's certainly not happy endings to either of the semi-finals this afternoon as the crowd begin to make their way to the exit gates here. But nonetheless, uh, that will not uh, worry, as I said, the men of St Mullins as they're on their way uh, to the county final yeah, next but week. Yeah, listen, listen, a good thing like Marty's up. Marty's up and he's, you know, he's after... He's after being attended to, like, and he's going to take the free, so he's OK. Listen, he has... Uh, he has kind of met a lot of traffic today. He, he certainly has, and he has this chance to extend that lead again. Marty Kavanagh, this time across no, in fact, the face I was of wrong. White. I was wrong. In fact, the number 25 is going off. I was completely wrong, so it was. It is, um, it is Parry Hines was the one who was sent off. Incredibly, look at the scoreline of uh, Mount Leinster Rangers. 20 points was the winning yeah. score. St Mullins is 20 points this afternoon as well. So are we in for a cracker next week? Your read now on... Uh, the build-up, which yeah. will begin uh, very soon ahead well, of next anyway, week's final. first of all, apologies to Shane Kelly. He said he wasn't the one who was sent off. Anyway, it was Parry Hines. But anyway, listen, next Sunday, as I said, St. Mullins played very well within themselves. And the, probably the worrying thing from Rangers, they played well within themselves. And the like of Paddy Bowl and, and Jason O'Neill didn't hit the ground as they, as they are capable of. But listen, they're... Um, there's very little between them most of the time. They met already early in the year in St. Mullins, what I think it was five points or six points. So it's it's head-to-head uh, -head next Sunday. Yes, head-to-head -head next Sunday. It is finished here this afternoon in Netwatch Cullen Park. The opening semi-final went away at Mount Leinster Rangers. 20 points to 15 winners over Bagnallstown Gales and a 20 points to 110 victory for St. Mullins' over Ballinkillen here in the second semi-final. We hope you've enjoyed the coverage live this afternoon in KCLR. Plenty more to come as we build up to next week's final. But for now, thanks to Terence Kelly on co-commentary today and for myself, David Burns, we return to the studio. KCLR Live Sport The JJ Cavanagh Sons Carlo Senior Harding Championship Semi-Final St Mullins versus Ballinkillen With thanks to Dan Morrissey Co In a league of their own With a full range of concrete Quarry products Roof tiles and macadam See danmorrisseyandco.com